This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate. And today's podcast, I'm going to give a little update. I had some surgery this past week. I had half of my thyroid removed. I found a lump in my thyroid. The, they couldn't determine if it was cancerous, so they decided to take it out. Still waiting on pathology, and even if it is cancer, that might be all that needs to be done. Um, if not, they might have to go and take the other half out. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, it's not super painful or anything. I actually have an issue taking pain meds, so I opted out of the prescription pain meds. Um, I didn't want to, I got sick in the past from taking an opioid-based medicine, and I didn't want to risk that because it was pretty unpleasant. Um, So just managed to take some over-the-counter Tylenol and Advil, and was not that bad of a recovery, feeling pretty good. Um, and basically what I'm trying to do now is find as many healing things that I can do to help speed up the process and make that, um, go smoothly. So last week's podcast, I talked about grounding and being able to absorb the natural frequencies of the earth. So that would be by physically touching the ground with our bare feet or hands or body. I talked about some shoes that use a copper plug in them to conduct the frequency of the earth, which would be that Schumann's residence, um, into the body. Um, and it's really easy to do right now because it's beautiful out, but if it's not beautiful out, um, or if you're inside working, how do you do that grounding effect where you're gathering up negative electrons to um, fill that void and almost acts like an antioxidant um, effect to your body? Um, so probably six months ago, I got some higher dose products and one of them was a PEMF mat. So I got the little one and it's um, it's not very big. I can put it in a chair so I can sit on it if I'm doing a lot of editing or neighbors. That's not Bruno in the background. My neighbor's dogs are going crazy. Um, I can put it in my, uh, work chair or you can just simply lie on it. They do make a full body one as well. I've seen people do yoga on it. It It is made, it has like crystals in it as well. So I wouldn't want to do yoga poses on it. Um, but I've seen people do that. Um, 
The interesting thing with the PEMF mat is that there are a few different levels and they resonate at different frequencies depending on what you want to promote. So now the Earth's resonance typically is that Schumann resonance and that's at 7.8 hertz. So that's the Earth's um, natural frequency and it would help you if you're like in winter and not able to get out much or if you're like me and you work from dark to dark and don't have a chance to get outside in the middle of the week. Um, and that is also helpful not only with the healing and helping gathering the negative electrons but also with sleep. The other two or three frequencies that they have are uh, three hertz, which helps with deeper relaxation, and you can use it to try to fall asleep, so you could do it right before bed. <clears throat> um, and then level three is 10 hertz, and that is the frequency that they've found people get into with um, meditation or wakeful relaxation. So the type of meditation I try to practice, which I haven't been very good at with all the stress. And when you should be doing meditation, I have kind of fallen off the wagon, but I plan to get back on here in my recovery from my surgery. Um, but that would be the alpha brainwaves. And that helps to promote that um, open mind mindedness and mindfulness and helps with the reduce the physical effects of stress and increase tissue regeneration. So also good with healing. And then their fourth level is the 23 Hertz. And that is more of a, um, being very alert and, um, promoting concentration and mental function. So my husband sits all day long. He's a bridge engineer and he has to be mentally on all day long in a chair. So I try to get him to sit on the mat and probably I'm guessing for that, that that would be a good level that 23 Hertz to help him with concentration and that kind of thing. So depending on what you're looking for, you can pick what um, frequency you pick for that. The other thing I got from higher dose is a, an infrared um, sauna blanket. So it's way more affordable than installing an infrared sauna in your house if you or if you've got like a restriction on space and that kind of thing. Uh, it simply looks like a sleeping bag and it fits both me or my husband and he's six three so. I think it could fit just about everyone and it comes, you know, all the way up to your shoulders and it's pretty, uh, large and they have different levels of heat that you can use. And I'm not by an, any means an expert on infrared technology or anything, but the generally the, the, the benefits that you think of when you think of infrared saunas would be detoxification it helps reduce stress and fatigue, muscle aches, uh, joint relief, um, increased circulation, uh, immune support, those kind of things. So I have not done that. 
since my surgery, um, but I am going to incorporate it into my routine. It's for me, it's all about finding the time and prioritizing what things I want to hit. Um, when it's you know beautiful out, I like to try to come outside and ground naturally. But if I am stuck inside, then I'll use the mat and trying to incorporate that meditation practice back into my routine because I do think that that is super helpful and talks to the stress component of of healing because anytime you have something um, stressful in your life or wrong going on you're in a state of stress and that is I think people are starting to understand what a huge physical issue stress can be in their healing process, but not fully because stress can definitely have um, a physical effect on your body. It changes actual things going on with us. So salt to the adage that it's all in your head because I've seen it in my office time and time again. Chronic stress is going to put the brakes on your healing and we have to find a way to manage that because often we can't just take out the stressor from our life. It is either our family or our work or our financial situation and it's not something that can just be remedied. We have to learn ways to manage it and that's often where you know these techniques come in so grounding yourself and meditation and also to keep in mind is that you can't just take out the stressful scenario and think that you're going to be fine after that because our body accumulates stress and we have to work to reduce that backlog of stress that we have um, been dealing with um, so that is my reminder to myself to get back on the meditation wagon and make it a priority because I do know how important it is in healing and moving forward like just thinking of okay you have these possibly cancerous cells um what what kind of things are helping happening on a molecular level in my body to make that a perfect breeding ground for essentially dysfunctional cells. So trying to look around at your, my um, surroundings, environment, stress level, and those kind of things, because I forget the exact numbers, but um, Cancer is a very tiny percentage is hereditary and a lot of cancers are um, driven by your environment. So trying to be as mindful as possible and avoid carcinogenic things in day-to-day life, whether it be dietary or... um, in your bath products or any of those things as well as the stress component is going to be the route that I take but beyond that 
once all of my levels settled down from post-surgery on if the other half of my thyroid is still functioning, if the parathyroids are still functioning. So you've got your thyroid, but then you also have the parathyroids on the backside of the thyroid that affect your calcium in your body. Um, they peel those off and stick them back in and hope that they work. Mine should because the other half of them on the right side are still there and not weren't messed with or anything like that. But finding out where my thyroid levels are post-surgery, if the right side picks up the slack for the left and determining what avenue I need to go for helping with that. I'm not really a medication person. I don't have, I've never, I'm super lucky. I've never had to take prescription medication. I, and from what I've seen in just my patients, I have tons of patients that are on Synthroid or generic versions of, of thyroid medication. And I do a lot of talking with my patients on how they feel and, you know, they've, some of them have come in for, you know, periodically for many years. So I kind of see this progression in them. And often I see the, before the, the finding out that they have a hypothyroid issue and they're so excited that they finally have a diagnosis because they're tired, they're gaining weight, all of these things then they get on medication and they think that that is going to be the magic pill that fixes the symptoms that they went in to get tested for their thyroid on and it doesn't happen it's it's not a magic pill so obviously and i am not an an endocrinology expert by any means so this is going to be something that I dive down the rabbit hole myself just for my own health. But it's evident to me that those medications do not work as well as your own body system. So I'm not super pumped to have to take that because I've seen how it's kind of subpar, at least from what I see just talking to patients and their experiences, getting on it and so hopeful that it's going to fix these issues that their doctors and they have attributed to um, the thyroid levels and then it just really falls short. So I will keep you posted on how my levels turn out and hopefully finding the most optimal way for myself to maybe um, avoid having to take those medications or finding something additional to add in there that makes it so that I'm not tired, gaining weight, and um, having having other issues because I don't have time for that. <laughs> but I will try to, I'm hoping to try to find a functional medicine doctor to interview on here on those kind of things because I feel like there has to be a better way and a more holistic approach rather than this, the band-aid of just the medication because I think that, again, it falls short. Um, and hopefully um, doing a little bit more a deep dive into some hormone health um, 
because I also found have found that in this process of, of going through the thyroid stuff and some hormone level stuff that the um, knowledge base behind that and proper levels seems pretty lacking and like a misunderstood area and can contribute to our um, energy level, how we feel, function, and everything like that. So more to come in future podcasts, but that was my... I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.